You are listening to the Radio Free Podcasting Network. Your weekly dose of pop culture. All the movies we've seen. All your favorite things. Star Wars. Twin Peaks. Game of Thrones. Kingdom Hearts. Beloved characters. Targeted to what's really important to you. Welcome back to John in 60 Seconds, the podcast where we celebrate the films of John Cusack one minute at a time. I am one of your hosts, Patrick. And I am your other host, Nathan. Today we're going to take a look at minute 14 of Say Anything. Which picks up right where minute 13 left off. <laughs> Love how that works. Uh, okay. We won't do that every time. We might. We might. <laughs> so... We left off at a cliffhanger, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so Lloyd and Jim agree that Diane's pretty great. Jim Court. Jim Court. And the first line in this minute is Jim saying, good luck, kid. Good luck, kid. Yeah. And uh, I like that line because, you, you know, as we were discussing in the last minute, maybe other guys have, have shown up mm-hmm. and, and, and asked and inquired and... Maybe Jim doesn't have to do a lot of work pushing him away. Maybe Diane, again, she's monumentally busy. and Maybe that's what the good luck is, you know? Like, he kind of knows that. Yeah, it's probably I, I feel like happen. it's, it's, there's, it's a, part of it is a little bit kind of like how Diane said, well, he made me laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, Jim started out with, is this guy with the Mustang? And by the end, he's, he's kind of like, hey, you know, I like this kid, but he doesn't have a shot. But I, I'm kind of pulling for him, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, and he, she's going to blow you off. Yeah, <laughs> and he's yeah, and he and he's he. I I think part of him wishing Lloyd good luck is like he knows his daughter's a hell of a catch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe he he just kind of doesn't think that any dude's going to be good enough for her anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, good luck. I think I think it's partially that, and I think the fact that Lloyd said she's really pretty great, isn't she? Because Jim was ready to hang up on him at one point. Well, not hang up on him, but he was just kind of like, all right, I'll give her the note. Sure. You know, Let me get your number. That's how this usually works. Right. And after he said his number repeatedly, he's just, okay, I got it. But, you know, he was about to hang up his killer flip phone. And when he hears Lloyd say she's really pretty great, I think that's when his kind of attitude about Lloyd changes. Yeah. And that's when he gives him the old, you know, good luck. Yeah, his guard gets uh, let mm-hmm. down just a little bit. Yeah. So Lloyd says, okay, good afternoon. <laughs> goodbye uh good afternoon is usually a greeting not a uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not a farewell but yeah hangs up and then throws a punch at the wall uh, you know i wonder if if the punch is like if he's i uh, it didn't seem to me like a, I can't believe i i butchered that angry frustrated punch that was kind of like i don't know if i would say nailed it or but, or but like hey i did this i did it yeah. you know like I, yeah it's it's the um What's you got that feeling before you dial the seventh number? Sure. Like, am I really doing this? Yes, I'm doing this. Yes. I... And then this is the, I yeah. just did that. Yes. I... Yeah. 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 I think it's just like, just a little bit of release, a little catharsis, just, mm-hmm. um, all right, take a deep breath and what happens happens, but I have cast my net out into the waters mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. We've been building up to this moment for the whole film so far, True. pretty much. And Lloyd's been... You know, feeling some tension about it the whole way through as you know and his way of showing it you know i mean he showed it in the previous minute on the punching bag but you know mm-hmm. it's um, it's a sort of a you know he starts the movie by saying he's going to ask her out again 
or take her out again. Right. And we are now at the point, literally at the point of no return. Because even though he hasn't spoken to her and he hasn't asked her, he's called and her father's taken the note down. So she's going to likely she's, going to call him back. Right. So he, he can't back out of this now. Right. Either way, she will know that he called. Even exactly. if she does not return the call. Yeah. So I think he, I think he knows he's passed the hardest part, at least mentally, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so, you can convince yourself to back down at any of any point leading up to that, and he cannot do that anymore. So a little, it's a little bit of a celebration. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and maybe there's a part of him that thinks, oh, okay, that could have gone better, or I wish she would have answered instead mm-hmm. of her, mm-hmm. instead of her dad or something like that, or just his mind's racing. I'm sure it's so, probably yeah, all of just, the above. Yeah, just. Throw a quick punch, and you know his hands are still like taped a bit, if I remember right. You yes, know, it's yes, like, they so, are. Yeah, just I've thrown a few punches at walls myself, but didn't have the foresight to tape my hands up. Uh, trying to think if I have. Now, you have a heavy bag in your. Garage. I was going to say I I don't <laughs> recall punching a wall. I do recall I was telling you a story earlier. So in a previous minute, we see Lloyd walk in the house with a heavy bag over his shoulder, and mm-hmm. I'm impressed because I've had to drag a heavy bag up and down a staircase and i don't think i could get it over my shoulder like that but you know maybe there's different weights but uh i do recall the day that i moved the heavy bag down from this room that we're sitting and recording which i was converting into a recording studio and i moved the heavy bag into my garage and i got the whole thing set up and when it was up here prior i think you recall there were so many boxes and stuff in here you couldn't get to it right so you can barely see it right so once i got it moved downstairs i was kind of like i want to use this but I was uh, feeling awfully lazy, and I had moved the heavy bag down, but hadn't brought the gloves down from upstairs. So <laughs> I thought I'd take a few punches at it with no gloves on, and that is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Terrible idea. Uh, one, it kind of rips your knuckles up because <laughs> the bag is rough, but that's just a kind of a temporary thing. The next morning, I woke up and I could barely make a fist because mm-hmm. I had—I don't think I broke anything. I think you, I would know, but I had bruised my hands so bad I couldn't tie my shoes because I couldn't grip the shoelace. I couldn't start my car. Mm. I had to reach over with my left hand to where the key is on the right hand and turn it with that hand because I couldn't. Gr- it hurt to grip it. And I couldn't grip it hard enough to turn the key over. Mm. Yeah, and that lasted for over a month mm. of just misery of five minutes of stupidity. So, yeah, I don't think I'll be punching a wall anytime soon after learning my lesson that way. Right. I punched something you should punch, but didn't take the necessary precautions. So, yeah, don't punch walls, people. And don't punch heavy bags if you don't wear gloves. That's your PSA for today. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking out for you. Yeah, We are. And stay the hell off Urban Dictionary on your phone. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm, not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> yes. Call Patrick. He will do it for you. Yeah. Um, Call me. And if, I, if I don't say Jim Court when I pick up, hang up on me. <laughs> All right. So that is a perfect segue into Jim gets another call. Jim gets right, right after this call. He Yeah, he gets another call and he answers. Jim Court. Jim Court. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is her father. All right. <laughs> and he's getting ready to take. Assuming it's the guy with the Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or the Dotson. Or the, or the truck. Or the truck. Or now a fifth guy. <laughs> but. It's not the guy with the uh, Chevy Nova or the Plymouth Sundance. Um, no, it's uh, it's other people. And he's, yeah, I didn't get the letter. And yes, yes, right away. Yes, thank you. Goodbye. 
so we don't get the context yet, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he's uh, he's obviously stoked because then a couple seconds later we see him driving in the car, bugging out to some Steely Dan and uh, singing his heart out. Not very well. I'm, no, I'm, I'm no, no, no. Which it's that just makes it all the more exactly. endearing. Exactly, because he doesn't give like he, no. He's he's singing like like he's like, Steely Dan. Like who cares who's listening, right? Yeah. Because um, he's he's singing like he would at karaoke if he had had like eight drinks. Yeah, 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 for sure. Don't do that either. No. It's up there with punching walls. No, yeah. And if you're gonna make it hollaback, girl, hmm. just why not? Right. Because that shit is B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Lord, have mercy. So this is one of those songs that I've heard a million times in my life, and I don't think I knew who it was by until right before we started recording, and I asked you, mm. who's that song by? <laughs> right. Yeah, and I... Uh, I... And I was going to add, Steely Dan is one of those artists who I've heard the name of a million times and before asking you who this song was by. Probably couldn't have named one song, although I bet you I know a ton of them. You know, it's just one of those one of those things I never got into the point enough of being able to make connections. Yeah, I um I bought one Steely Dan record and that was uh because it was uh it came recommended um by a uh friend of ours uh named Jason who uh mm. uh who had said that the drums on it are uh, are, are are pretty good. I was just about to ask if this was a, a particular Jason that yeah likes to play the drums. Yeah, uh I like and to play the drums. <laughs> We didn't, we didn't even get to finish the joke. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Steely Dan's Asia record uh, was recommended to me. The The title track off of that, um, Steve Gadd played drums on it. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he had played with Paul Simon on a handful of records. Uh, played with Paul McCartney a bit. He was he was just one of those session drummers, like, in mm-hmm. the 70s. He was, you know, the he was one of those go-to guys that people, like, Paul Simon would call and be like, Hey, I want you to record with me. So he shows up for this Steely Dan record. He didn't play drums on the whole record. So you say he's one of those guys that Paul Simon would just call to play, but well, actually, I mean, he, he was, I, I think like a, a, a staple with Paul Simon for, mm. for, for a, a handful of years. But I didn't know really that like when Paul Simon needed musicians, like he was the one to call. I thought, I thought they called him and when they called him, they could call him out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I went a very long way. That, like a that, very bad that joke took a while. That took a because while. Because I was trying to keep myself from laughing at how horrible <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, ouch. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the 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 title <laughs> the, the, the title the title Look, track. We can't file this podcast under comedy in the iTunes store. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That'd be false advertising. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah we'd get sued. Yeah, not by we're not going to get sued by Paul Simon. Uh, he you know or, or John Cusack. Or, right, we're get sued by somebody who expected good jokes. <laughs> got that. Right. Um, My yeah, apologies. We're going to get sued by Al. Yeah. Um, so Steely Dan's Asia record. They 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 ask him to come in and play drums on the title track. He hadn't heard the song before. He shows up to the studio with his gear. They like run through it like once with him and just give him like a basic sketch work of like, okay, here's, you know, what we have in mind for this song. And he's like, okay, like, I think I got it. Let's uh, hit record and lay it down. And one take, he just lays down this monstrous take 
Fantastic. Packs up his gear and goes home. <laughs> uh, you gotta love that. Yeah, they they they're they're just like jaws open, just be like, um, okay, like I, I guess we're not gonna top that, and uh, that's the legend anyway. And Jason that's was like, yeah, you you should really check this album out. So yeah, yeah anyway. all right. So uh, uh, just for the story alone, now I'm gonna put it on my list of things to check out. Yeah. And uh, for anyone wondering what that noise in the background is, we've been joined by our guest host, my dog, mm-hmm. puppy. That's my dog's name, Puppy. Puppy. And, uh, you know. Yeah, she didn't bark. Studio's open. She can come and go. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Jim's belting it out, and uh, towards the end of the minute, uh, he's pulling up to the nursing home that he's in charge of, and uh, he's got some exciting news. Just minor bits of trivia. The uh, piano, you know, like, kind of... uh, baseline part if you will like the in ricky don't lose that number that's it's from a horace silver jam uh song from my father i think was the name of it but uh yeah if you uh if you need a little take it back <laughs> a little take it back 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 so i don't know you want to take it forward take it forward it's a minute 15 it's a minute 15 stretch our legs first yeah Take a little break. Yeah, take it back. Take it back. Take it forward. Ricky, don't lose that number. Ooh, 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 ooh. 